0: Welcome to episode one, Pardon My Frustration, the podcast. I am your host, Dan Stickna. Now, to be completely honest with you and full forward... This is about the third, fourth, fifth, maybe 30th time that I've shot the intro to this podcast, haven't quite nailed anything that I want to keep that I want to stick with. So I said, screw it. I'm just going to hit record. I'm just going to go and I'm just going to see what happens. So I'm going to get right into it. I'm going to give you a quick, you know, a little synopsis of myself so you can understand who I am and why I am creating this podcast. So I am a graduate of Temple University down in Philadelphia in 2012 with a major of uh, kinesiology and my focus in exercise and sport science. Now when I was at Temple... I spent time working with the uh, men's basketball team, women's basketball team in their uh, strength and conditioning department. So I have some experience seeing how uh, at that time that was Coach Proto, how he put together some programs to uh, train the uh, men's and women's basketball team. Now at the time, the men's team was a uh, consistent tournament team each year. Uh, Not so much right now, but hopefully uh, we can get our stuff back together and we can get back into that tournament. Now, leaving Temple, I interned at uh, Parisi Speed School in Fairlawn, which is the flagship facility for the Parisi Network. I've been there for over, luckily they hired me after my internship, so I've been there for over 10 years now as one of the uh, lead sport performance coaches in the building, and uh i i'm blessed man i can't i can't lie i'm blessed i work with a lot of great athletes i get you know there's a lot of uh different athletes that come into that building so I have a lot of experience of whether it's myself personally working with the athletes or observing some really great coaches in that facility, working with some really extraordinary athletes. And Through this time, through the last 10 years, I achieved my uh, certification in exercise and sport nutrition through Precision Nutrition, and I've been the head nutritionist, or nutrition coach as I like to call it, through Escape Fitness, which is a business also with within the same building as the Parisi Speed School. Now, this podcast is called Pardon My Frustration. Through my 10 plus years in this industry, there's been a lot of things that I've come across, whether it's from the athletes that I work with, the athletes that I observe in the facility, the athletes I observe on social media and what they talk about, uh, other coaches that I work with, coaches that I've met along the way, coaches that I observe on social media. There's a lot of things that either enlighten me, I enjoy, and I appreciate. And there's also a lot a lot of things that frustrate me that I, I just don't understand, and I'm not sure where some people's minds are. So, I've created this podcast to kind of help relieve these frustrations and maybe hopefully shine some light on certain areas that some people may be unaware of or maybe need some more education on. Again, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to build people up. I'm trying to build athletes up as well as build some young coaches up and help people as much as possible. So I've created this podcast called Pardon My Frustration. So I apologize in advance if I get a little hyped, if I get a little upset, if I get a little loud because, hey, I'm frustrated. What can I say? And y'all got me really frustrated with certain things. So I'm going to get into this first topic. This first topic is going to be on progression and the different steps of progression. I've created a list of the order of what I think should be looked at and observed when talking about progression. So let's get into it. A lot of people are confused when it comes to progression. People think there's only one or two ways that you can really progress. Now this is whether you are within a weight room, this is if you're on a track, if you're on a field, a court, what have you, there are multiple forms of progression. Now I've put together a list and I put progression, I broke it down into five different categories and I've ordered them from least important to most important, Or, you know what, better yet, let's put it this way. There's no order of importance. They are all important, but I think there's an order of how you should progress. Okay, so all the forms of progression are important, but there is an order that I believe, in my opinion, should be followed when you are talking about progression. Now, this deals a lot with Maybe the novice level athlete. Maybe someone who's not as well versed or well experienced within the weight room. But it can be applied to multiple areas like I said before. Whether it be the track, the football field, the soccer field, the basketball court. What have you. There are multiple ways to progress. So we'll get right into it. The number one thing we're looking for when we're talking about progression is movement quality. Okay, And I think movement quality is often overlooked. All right? I think it's important to understand. Let's let's take the uh back squat for example. You are a novice lifter. You've never had a bar on your back before, all right? You get into a gym, you do your warm up. You put a bar on your back. This is the first time you have a bar on your back. Chances are your form, your movement quality is going to look like shit. All right? That's just what it is. So, a lot of athletes I see Come into the weight room, first time in the weight room, you know, they're young, they're 12, 13, 14 years old, immediately they're looking at everyone else who's maybe 18, 19 years old, they wanna put weight on the bar, all right? That's mistake number one. Let's not get weight on the bar right away. First of all, can you do a body weight squat? All right, let's assume you can do a body weight squat, great, put a bar on your back, the game changes. It's different, all right? Even if you're going into a front squat, put a bar in the front, all right? In the rack position with your arms crossed or not, the game changes. So movement quality is the first form of progression we're looking for. If you're performing a back squat on rep number one, set number one, first time ever had a bar on your back, you're probably going to look like shit. By set number three or four on that same day, chances are you might not have any weight on the bar still. We're looking to progress in the movement Quality first and foremost, safety at all times, right? I think that's a pretty simple way to look at it, right? Our goal when we're in the weight room is not just to get stronger, our goal is to be more injury resilient. So if our movement quality is poor or subpar, we're not creating more injury resilient athletes. All right, so number one form of progression, number one form of progression, or what we are looking for is movement quality. Number two, how fast does that weight move? All right. So you put a bar on your back for the first time. You're fully warmed up. You got your movement quality down. Can you increase the speed of these reps, the speed of the bar, and maintain the same quality? Okay. If you're doing that, what it's telling me is number one, your movement quality has improved right? So we already got step one done. Number two, your nervous system's firing more efficiently for you to move the bar or the weight at, this, at a faster speed, higher velocity, and still maintain control, right? We still haven't added any weight to the bar, but you are progressing because you're moving the bar faster and you're moving it with better quality. Now we're talking to number three, number three form of progression I have as reps. Now, this can be different depending on the phase of training you're in. But again, we're talking about a novice athlete. So in my opinion, if you're in a learning phase of a lift, if you're learning the back squat, okay, and this is your first time back squatting, in my opinion, your reps are probably going to be between, I'm going to say five, no more than eight reps. And here is why. If you have no weight on the bar right? You are a novice to this lift. You have never lifted this weight before. Chances are your nervous system's going to fatigue rather quickly because this is a stimulus that your body has never been exposed to. So your reps are going to be low even if there is no weight on the bar, okay? So if you are able to increase the amount of reps you're doing with Whatever is on your back, whether it's just a bar, whether it's 95 pounds, whatever it is, and maintain the same quality of movement, maintain the same bar speed with each rep, you have just progressed, okay? So that's number three in my list that I have come up with for forms of progression. Number four, again, this is also depending on the goal, all right? This is can be different depending on what our goal is what our level is in terms of the list but again we're still talking about this novice lifter, someone who has never had a bar on their back before it's their first day back squatting number four is the amount of rest you are taking in between these sets okay if you're able to rest a shorter amount of time in between each set and maintain the same movement quality maintain the same speed of the bar complete each rep that you're assigned to do with all the same quality then you have progressed your nervous system's firing more efficiently and you're becoming more resistant to fatigue underneath that weight you have just progressed all right? but again that that's different that varies depending on what the goal is of the session we are still under the assumption that this is a learning phase all right and Bear in mind that the learning phase doesn't just mean for athletes that are novice, that are, you know, 11, 12 years old. If you are 18, 19 years old and you've never performed a specific lift before, then you are a baby when it comes to that lift, right? So for example, I've had this experience before. Let's assume we are talking about the power clean. Okay? You are an elite high school football athlete. You have a full ride to an elite Division One college football program. Okay? You're a senior in high school. Up to this point, you have no experience with the power clean. But you're trying to get into it now because, as most of us should know, the power clean and variations of the Olympic lifts are very prominent in Division One weight rooms, especially for the sport of football. Just because you're 18 years old, one of the best players in the state, does not mean you should be throwing weight on the bar. You should be focused, first and foremost, on the quality of that lift. You should be focused on how efficiently and fast is that bar moving. You should be focused on, is rep 1 and rep 3 identical? Or is rep 3 look like shit compared to rep 1 because your nervous system is fatiguing that quick? All right, these are the things that we should be focusing on first. So it doesn't matter your chronological, biological age. What matters is your training age and your experience underneath the bar with that specific lift. So it's different, okay? A 14-year-old with two years of experience on Olympic lift is going to be moving a bar probably with more quality than an 18-year-old with zero experience under the lift. We need to look at our age within the weight room. Before we look at our age biologically. I think that's important to understand. Now the fifth and last step. The last way to measure progression in my opinion. Is now the one that I think everyone thinks of first. And that is the weight. Okay. It's obvious that the weight on the bar increasing is a great measure of progression because if day one you're lifting x amount of pounds and by you know week three or four of training you're lifting more than x amount of pounds obviously that is a good measure of progression but if you're lifting more weight and the movement quality has suffered the speed of the bar has suffered, all these things have suffered, then that is not a positive measure of progression. We wanna make sure that the movement quality and the efficiency of whatever lift it is, is the first thing we are looking at when we're measuring progression. Weight is an afterthought, especially when you are a novice within the weight room. Okay? As most of us should know, the first thing to really adapt. When you're in a weight room and you're undergoing a weightlifting protocol, is your nervous system. Okay. You do not have to increase your muscle size or anything like that in order to get stronger in the first couple of weeks in a weightlifting program. Your nervous system has to adapt and fire more efficiently, efficiently, excuse me. And that is what's going to increase our strength in the weight room in the first couple of weeks. And with that, the movement quality the speed of the bar, all of those things are important before we even consider the amount of weight on the bar. Now, bear in mind, everyone is different and will progress at different, rate, uh, different rates. Some may stay at certain steps longer than others. Right? There's a lot of things at play here. Doesn't mean that everyone is going to be moving at the same pace. When you are undergoing a weightlifting program or any type of of program for that matter, you should be worried about you and yourself only. Do not fall into the trap of comparing yourself to other people. You may be light years ahead of someone else. You may be light years behind someone else. Focus on your own process and your own journey and you will find more success doing so. Okay, patience over everything, especially when you're young. And again, like I stated before, being young doesn't just mean how old you are. It's a training age. Look at your training age more than anything else. I think athletes of all kinds need to understand this because they forget this part or they just don't know this part because they're not educated on it. If you are in the weight room and you have experience of a year or more within a weight room, that is your age. If it's your first day in a weight room undergoing an organized program, that is your age in the weight room. You are young, you are a baby, you have no experience. We want to build that first. Now, like I stated before, this can occur in more than just the weight room. All right, this is not just weight room. We can progress on the track if we're measuring speed. Let's take acceleration, for example. We're timing a 10-yard sprint, so we're measuring our pure acceleration. Within the first week or two, the number on the stopwatch, if you're timing these sprints, might not change, okay? The speed, the time is not the only way to measure it. What first might change is, number one, the quality of our movement. The quality and efficiency of the force we're applying to the floor, right? If we're moving cleaner, often when we're learning how to properly sprint and we're learning the proper sprint mechanics, more often than not, you will actually get slower within the first couple of sessions before that speed increases. Why? Because you're changing a movement pattern. You're breaking habits that your body has been accustomed to. Once you break those habits, you're not going to be as fast in those habits. You have to develop those better, more efficient habits first. Once those are developed and once they become more efficient and once your body, once that new habit becomes the right habit, that's when the speed starts to increase. So again, patience on the track is also just as important as patience in the weight room. And it's the same thing if you're learning a new skill, whether it be soccer, whether it be football, whether it be basketball, whatever the case is. Speed of movements is usually the last thing to come. The quality of the movement has to be first. We can't get the quality of the movement and the speed all at the same time. More often than not, we have to break things down. We have to slow things down. We have to practice that quality movement before it becomes a faster movement so i hope this helps i hope a lot of you can understand these different aspects and i hope these five forms of progression that i have created uh, that i have listed out helps you become more patient of an athlete if more athletes were more patient more athletes will find more success